We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I guess this is uh, this is it. It's our time together, which is always a beautiful time because we get to talk about whatever we want. But which, by the way, you should consider that your opportunity. I got a nice note. Maybe we'll talk about it later from a listener who was complaining about. Um, it sounds like we're say, talking about the same things all the time. And uh, that kind of input is great. If it comes along with suggestions, I, I said to him, what, what do you think could be better? And he, he went through some things he thought would, might be good changes. But, but the, uh, the point being that we spent a lot of hours on the air, each of us here doing talk shows. You know, three or four hours a day. It's a lot of hours. And that causes one to get into ruts. It's unavoidable when you're doing the same activity for several hours every day. You tend to fall into patterns. And it, I work hard at making sure I, I break patterns and, and do things to mix things up so that the, what's coming out of the speaker doesn't sound like the same thing and the same uh, pattern every day because that becomes repetitious and boring. And, and one of the opportunities you can seize is to just call and say, why don't we talk about this? Or just call in with a subject you want to talk about. And, and uh, let's see if we can give it a try, because uh, it's always good to do that. It's always good to mix things up. And it's one of the privileges we have of teaching each other to think about different things. You know, it's the, it's the blend of ideas, the blend of different people's creative minds. That's where the real opportunity is, I think. There was a great debate. Oh, it was so delightful in Pennsylvania last night. Did you hear any of the, did you hear any of it? This guy, Fetterman. John Fetterman, the radical left winger who is the attorney general. No, the um, lieutenant governor in the state of Pennsylvania. And as you may recall, he had a stroke just before the, um, the primary election in May. 
I think it was four days before the election, he had a stroke. And there's a great lesson for all of us about how our politics works. A great lesson that was offered by the Democrats in the state of Pennsylvania and, and by John Fetterman, the guy who had the stroke. And the lesson was about how ruthlessly they care about only one thing, and that is winning, holding power. They had a chance to do the right thing with John Fetterman, who had a stroke and can't communicate normally, and we got to find out last night just how, after months of cover-up, just how abnormal he is. And it doesn't mean he couldn't be a U.S. senator, because really anybody could be a U.S. senator. There isn't skill involved. Just look at, at Blumenthal. It doesn't take any talent or abilities. It just takes a lust if we are to uh, have him as, as a model and Murphy as a model. It just takes a, um, a lust for power and a, a desire to be the center of attention. And a willingness to embarrass yourself, humiliate yourself. Because you love power so much. I mean, that's really all we're talking about here. So what was the decision they made? The decision they made was four days before the election. Do we tell the truth that we have a candidate who is in trouble? Or do we just go into Joe Biden's basement, so to speak? Do we just go into the basement and hide and say everything's fine? Don't worry about it. And that's what they did. And then general election, they figured... I assume they figured, I mean, what would the calculation be? Well, we can't really change candidates now, can we? We can't, we can't just dump the leading guy. He's sitting lieutenant governor. Are we really going to just dump him? And I assume that he just said, no, I won't go, or his people said, no, we can't have you go. And he stayed. And now they've got damaged goods. In a tight race, what has been a very tight race with Dr. Oz. And I assume it's not going to be a tight race much longer because who would vote for this guy? After you hear him talk, I think you'll understand. Because Fetterman is damaged goods in terms of the story I just told you. If everybody was familiar with his, so, so his, uh, the liability that they claim he has right now, that they admit to, is that he can't process spoken word communications very well. And that required, for him to even do the debate, it required that he have a computer hook up there where he was able to read somebody typing up what was said. And if he reads it, then he can comprehend it. But he can't really put the thoughts together, I guess, if he's hearing it. And then he also has a problem speaking. Now, I've been so busy listening to the debate, I haven't done a great job preparing these cuts. I'm just going to play some for you and see if uh, we get what we need. I didn't hear you say you would release your full medical records. Why not? You have 30 seconds. He's being asked, where are the medical records? It's been months. How come you won't release the medical records? Now, uh, again, my Dr. L believes that I'm fit to be serving, and that's what I believe is where I'm standing. Is it over yet? That's a, a guy from now, Australia doing, doing commentary on, uh, on Fetterman. 
he, he's claiming to be fit. But And that was one of his better statements. He sounded very good there compared to some of his others. Last week, you released this note from your doctor saying you can work full duty in public office, but you have not released your detailed medical records surrounding your stroke. Mr. Fetterman, will you pledge tonight to release those records in the interest of transparency? You have 60 seconds. No. Uh, to me, for transparency is about showing up. I'm here today to have a debate. I have, you know, spe speeches in front of 3,000 people in Montgomery County, you know, all across Pennsylvania, big, big crowds. You know, I believe if my doctor believes that I'm fit to serve, and and that's what I believe is appropriate. And now, with two weeks before the election, you know, I have run the campaign, and I've been very transparent about being very open about the fact we're in use captioning. And I believe that again, my doctors, the real doctors that I believe in, they all believe that I'm ready to be served. Now, even suffering some kind of cognitive damage that that doesn't allow him to communicate clearly or to be able to hear and understand what people are saying, even even with the that new liability he's just as slimy and dishonest as the rest of them and the lesson for us the reason why it's worth listening to a pennsylvania speech is because uh, there are patterns here that's a the lieutenant governor of pennsylvania wants to be a u.s senator and the key word is uh the key phrase is he wants to be a u.s senator that's all the power is there for the taking He's got a 50-50 chance at this point, he thinks. But I think that chance dropped dramatically last night because they had saved him till the end. Their idea was, we'll keep, we'll keep him hidden. It was, it's the Biden campaign. They ran the Biden campaign. We'll keep him hidden for as long as we can. And hopefully it will uh, work out. All right, this is a conversation about fracking. Fracking is a big thing in Pennsylvania. They've got a big fracking industry there. And the state has big conservative areas and big liberal areas. The big conservative area, I guess, is the, the fracking zone. And so it's really important that Fetterman be able to, to hide from his previous anti-fracking statements. 2018 interview, you said, quote, I don't support fracking at all. I never have. But I don't support fracking at all. I never have. That's John Fetterman before he had a stroke. I don't support fracking at all. I never have. But earlier this month, you told an interviewer, quote, I support fracking. I support the energy independence that we should have here in the United States. So, Mr. Fetterman, please explain your changing position. 60 seconds. Uh, I've, I've always supported fracking. And I always believe that independence with our energy is, is critical. We can't be held, you know, you know, ransom to somebody like Russia. You know, I've always believed that energy independence is critical, and I've always believed that, and I do support fracking. I've never taken any money from their, their, their industry, but I support how critical it is that we produce our own energy and create energy independence. I must correct the record. Uh, so he sounds pretty good right there. Uh, this, this is Dr. Oz trying to break in and clarify that he's telling a big, big lie that he made many statements not just the one in 2018 that showed he was anti-fracking. I must correct the record. Uh, well, he uh, just a second, Mr. Oz. I do want to clarify something. You're saying tonight that you support fracking, that you've always supported fracking, but there is that 2018 interview that you said, quote, I don't support fracking at all. So how do you square the two?
I, I, I do support fracking, and I don't, I don't, I support fracking, and I stand, and I do support fracking. Do you vote for that guy? What do you think? 860-522-9842. We'll take a break and talk about it coming up on WTIC. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. WTIC. Oh, it's just glorious. Political season is heating up. No, it's hot already. And you can see the drooling lust that these political people, and you can imagine their handlers in the background, you know, deciding what the scam is going to be, how they're going to scam the people. How do we scam the people? Well, we've got a brain-damaged candidate for U.S. Senate, but the primary's four days away, and he's, he's going to win. What are we going to do? We aren't going to blow that, are we? We aren't going to withdraw him from the race. No, he'll be fine. The election's not for four or five months. Don't worry about it. Throw him out there. The first thing is you go into hiding, get past the, the primary election, tell everybody it was just a minor event. In other words, lie and cover up, and then move on. Everything will be fine. Trust in the healing of modern medicine. But, you know, they're lusting for power. That's what politicians do. I, as a matter of fact, I, you know, I was just talking about an NJ diet, and they've got, this brilliant, um, they've got this brilliant diet plan where the idea is how do we trick the brain into expediting weight loss so it's easier to do. And, and I think about that with regard to politics and diet. You know how when you don't want to eat something, when you want to not eat something, like I, for the last three years, I've been telling myself almost every night, I'm going to eat less tonight. And then I sit down at the d- dinner table, and my wife starts pushing food at me. It's the most glorious food I've ever seen. Here, Charles, you got to have a, is that all you're having? I have a little of this, right? A little of that. And it's hard to hold it off because the same thing is coming at me on the inside. There's, there's a piece of you, a little piece of you that says, do the right thing, do the right thing. Don't eat this. You're not hungry. You don't need it. You can get by without it. But the big part of your brain coming from hundreds of thousands of years of human evolution is screaming for those calories. That primitive brain sees calories and it wants to kill for those calories. And it occurred to you, you know what this is like, right? And it occurred to me that this is what the lying scumbag politicians are all about. This is how they get this way. It's just the raw, primitive desire to kill, to eat. That's what I think is going on, and that's what the people in Pennsylvania did with John Fetterman. I must correct the record. Uh, uh, Just a second, Mr. Oz. I do want to clarify something. They had to fight over who was going to clarify the misrepresentations of uh, John Fetterman. Ransom to somebody like Russia, you know. Uh, We heard that one already. Okay, another great race last, I mean, great debate last night was in New York. Lee Zeldin, the Republican, he's a, he's a Trump ally, as Oz is. Oz was pushed through to the victory in Pennsylvania by Trump. And, and uh, Zeldin is running against Kathy Hochul, who was the lieutenant governor. And by the way, if ever, if ever there was a qualification that should disqualify you for a leadership position, is having the anti-leadership position known as lieutenant governor. The reason you somebody gets made lieutenant governor is because you're not a threat. 
you're pleasant, you're acceptable, you check certain boxes like you're gay, black, Asian, female, half female, crossing over, whatever it is. If you can if you can bring some panache to the ticket and not do any damage, fine, as long as you're not a threat. So Kathy Hochul was the lieutenant governor of the state when Andrew Cuomo, the governor, Governor Lamont's friend, his fishing buddy, Andrew Cuomo got run out of office while Kathy Hochul ascended to 14 months ago to be governor of the state. And we'll listen to a little of her. I want you to hear a little of her because it's it's very interesting. First of all, the game is played much slicker, as you would expect in New York, but you listen to these two talk, and they're much better talkers than the average politician. I mean, Dr. Oz and, and, and John Fetterman, they struggle to make the case, especially John Fetterman now, but, I mean, he was never good at this. And our politicians in Connecticut, they're not that savvy because they don't go through the ringer like these guys in New York. You've got to be good to do this in New York, and you'll, you'll see it, and you'll hear it, and you'll sense the difference, I think, when you listen to them talk. And one of the things I want you to hear is the different attack they're taking on the, the lust for power. Kathy Hochul wants to make sure women are thinking about abortion, and she wants to talk about investment. And these are standard Democratic things, but the investment thing really stood out for me. What does that mean, investment? Investment means we will change nothing. I, I just had a revelation about it today. Investment is Democrat code for we do, won't change anything, but we will appropriate more money to make sure that our friends remain our friends. And we will do that using your money. That's what investment means. We will take your money away from you. We'll raise taxes so we can get more of it. And we will send that to our friends so they will continue to support us and continue to be our friends. That's what investment means. Record that, please, and store it away for the next time you hear it. 860-522-9842. News update, then more talk on WTIC. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Download the free Odyssey app and like WTIC today. Then listen anywhere, anytime. Hey, John, uh, what's your name? Joey. I knew it was a J name. Sorry, I was reading something else. I was Did you almost call me Jolly Ned? No, no, I was going to call you John. I don't know. Oh, I was looking at John. John's on the phone waiting for a while. To uh, He's the first caller. And and I was going to ask you if you have any vomit sound effects before I play some Kathy Hochul. I thought maybe you could Not readily available now. Not too bad. Um, yeah, let's talk to John. Hey, John. Thank you for the call, and thanks for your patience. Wait a sec. Wait a sec. You're not on the air yet. Something happened. There we go. Okay. There you go, Todd. Yeah, so listen, I saw a, a quite a bit of both debates, and I can tell you this, in my opinion, both Hochul and Fetterman were depants on the issues, and both were done uh, depants. Excuse me, say it again. Way. They what on the issues? Uh, well, to use the term, depants. They wet their pants? their pants? They got, no, D, D-E pants. They got caught with their pants down on the issues. Mm-hmm. And both in very different ways to me. In terms of Hochul, I think you saw Zeldin at the top of his game. Extremely aggressive. Yeah, he was spectacular. Hochul so hard that she became defensive and blurts out, why is it so important to you to lock people up? That could be, I don't know, a turning point. Because if, if Zeldin... <laughs> has to win 30% in Manhattan, you have people who are afraid to ride the subway. You have people in low-income housing that are preyed on by criminals. This is what she blurts out. If Zeldin's going to get over 30% in Manhattan, that could do it. The flip side with Fetterman is that uh, Oz didn't need to be aggressive, and I think he pulled back and he did a little hands-off because the moderators called him out on fracking. I don't think he knows what his position is. If you're a Green New Deal voter that we're all in on this guy, you're asking yourself, are you kidding? I'm not going to go out and vote for him. I'll stay home and sit in my hands. So to me, just those two were very big wins. But, John, this is one of the one of the things that I think is inherent in having a two-party system. You have 330 million people. And two options for who to vote for in, in most people's minds. And, and that's how our system operates. And that means, by definition, you know, the Democrats have to house the wacko anti-American left, which is becoming bigger because they're so good at propagandizing and controlling the, the media narrative on issues. So that abnormality with regard to self-image as an American has become a norm for Democrats. And they, they have to figure out a way to satisfy that big base of their party, whether that's 30 or 40 or 50 percent of the party, at the same time as trying to seem like they're not anti-American. That's a really hard thing to do. And that was that's Exhibit A in the Fetterman situation. 
the arrogance of running Fetterman and thinking, you know what, we're going to beat this carpetbagger Oz. He's a TV doctor. It won't be a problem. Uh, they could have run Connor Lamb, 38-year-old, 10-educated uh, congressman. But no, no, they ran Fetterman. And, uh, you know, uh, I don't think he's going to win. But uh, I, I think it was, uh, I don't think Fetterman will win. I think mm -hmm. Oz will beat him. But it was shocking to see the arrogance in running Fetterman. Yes, but if you forget about the problems that Fetterman has, say Fetterman didn't have the stroke and he's running against Dr. Oz and Oz is having to say, oh, yeah, I, I would vote for Donald Trump. And, yes, I was endorsed by Donald Trump, and that's why I, I won the nomination. You know, he's in that position. So they both come along with this baggage that is is uh, stuck to them because of the 50-50 binary idea of, of you only – you only have two options for who to vote for. So they have a lot of little uh, niches under their umbrellas. Uh, well, and so you're making a case for a third party. I wish No, I'm not, because I, I'm just saying that's the challenge, that it's not any different for Republicans, I don't think. You know, Republicans are pro-life. That comes with its base and with its opposition. And Democrats are pro-choice, and that comes with its supporters and with its opposition. And, and depending on where you are, those help you more or hurt you more. Well, yeah, I think that's the uh, that's reality of it. In some ways, it's too bad because you can't uh, piss off that uh, hard left or hard right base, or you're going to have a problem getting elected. So. Yes. Thank you, John, for the call. It's always good to hear from you. Thanks, and, and, and by the way, this is why they, they avoid actually saying what they believe. And these debate moderators, just to complain about the debates, the debates have now been refined down into the most stupid things they could be because the moderators are religious about their devotion to the idea that the rebuttal can only be 15 seconds. Huh? What, what exactly can you rebut effectively in 15 seconds? That gives you time to say, no, I don't think so. And how do you make a case for a complex election issue in 60 seconds? And then they're bearing down on the candidate. After 58 seconds, oh, we've got to move on. We've got to move on. Well, why is it so important to go to the next issue instead of having a complete or more complete conversation on this one? It's so ridiculous. Everybody should just be so upset by our politics, but we, we don't really do it because we do, we're not being exposed to the alternative. You know, if we lived in Italy, we would know what's going on in Switzerland and, and, um, and Yugoslavia. What do they call that now? You know, there, there's countries all around you, France. And you could look at everybody else's and you could compare. We just sit here alone with our own system, and we don't really have anything that it contrasts with and that leaves us stuck thinking this is all there is but it could be better okay kathy hochel every single day i wake up thinking about how i can fight harder for you and your families she never fights hard for any families or any voter and how do you fight when you're a governor you do the opposite you sit around plotting but plotting doesn't sound so appealing so you say fighting and you say we're I'm fighting for you well, how can that be? If you think about what their agenda item is. To invest in education for your kids. Investing in education is not investing in education. It's investing in the status quo. The other thing that investing means is nothing changes. 
I am for the status quo. Listen to this. To invest in education for your kids. Invest in education for your kids. Now, young mothers, I think, are dumb enough to fall for this. They think more money to education means more money goes into the classroom so the kids get a better education. They don't realize the money gets sucked up. You remember the Malloy rule? The Malloy rule. Every single cent of higher taxes goes to pay union debt. Give you more child care opportunities so you can get back to your jobs. Give you more child care opportunities. Don't you see? This is all they ever do. All Democrats are ever doing is ticking off this same list of agenda items. It's always the same. It never gets anywhere. Because why? The money doesn't go to what they say the money's going to. Yeah, they'll create a little program. And it'll grow. But the reason they're creating the program is not because they're fighting to provide something for you. The reason they do the program is because they want the cash. They need the cash to cover up the damage they've done with the last program they started. Also keeping more money in your pockets with middle class tax cuts. Tax cuts? We wouldn't need tax cuts if the taxes weren't so high. So you could waste so much money. Also keeping more money in your pockets with middle class tax cuts and property. Yeah, forget the tax cuts. Just get rid of taxes. Cut them down 50%. Property tax rebates. Property tax rebates. If you're, if you're collecting the taxes, then why would you rebate the taxes? What are you talking about? Just have lower taxes and let us decide what to do with our money but very much focused on public safety. Wait, you're very much focused on public safety while you're trying to figure out how to rig elections by, by using tax dollars in ways that make your base happy. What you're trying to do is anesthetize them to the idea of how much violence they have to live with because you're the person they vote for. But very much focused on public safety and getting more and more illegal guns off the streets. Oh, the illegal guns! The illegal guns, that's, that's the only crime problem there is, is illegal guns. If only they could get illegal guns off the street, then everything would be wonderful. Then it would all be fine. You remember when this, uh, the gunfight was going on in the spring? Chris Murphy became a national f figure for his little sob routine that he did on the floor of the Senate that he'd been planning for years, I'm certain sitting there brooding over what he was going to do when he got the opportunity to have another school shooting that would be as bad as Sandy Hook. And he would step into the, he would step into the narrative as the guy, the Congre guy who was the congressman for Sandy Hook when it happened. And back then he talked differently about guns a decade ago. He talked, he talked way differently about guns. Do you remember that? Do you remember this, Chris Murphy? You can't solve all this with laws anyway, right? I mean, you can put all the gun laws on the books that you want. If these kids have a feeling of hopelessness in these cities, if they think that the only power that they have is the power exercised through a gun in their hand, if they've got, you know, broken families with histories of abuse and neglect, if they see kids dealing drugs on the way to school, um, if they have no role models, um, no gun law in the world is going to, stop somebody from picking up a firearm and doing something dumb with it remember that chris murphy the honest one from 10 years ago from who was devastated by sandy hook and who was trying to cope with the 
magnitude of what he was hearing from people, he was actually impacted enough so some humanity in him was awakened. And he responded in a way that was honest. And he said, basically, there's no law you can make to mitigate the mental health disaster that children are in our country are, are struggling with. The ones who are picking up the guns to shoot. He said, there's no law you can pass. That's back when he was being honest and he wasn't thinking about how to get to the White House. 860-522-9842. You may call and discuss this or anything else. Also, the rant line number 860-751-4698. We'll do the rants a little bit later. And we will take a break right now and continue in just a moment on WTIC. Now, back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. We are the beast of burden, right? What's the definition of beast of burden? Anybody know what that phrase means? Beast of burden. I'm going to ask Mr. Google. Oh, it just talks about the Rolling Stones. But what Wiktionary? Do you have a definition? My grocery bill every week. Ah, you are the beast of burden. Mm. Oh, here it is. Definition and meaning. You ready? See if it fits you, Joey. A bearded, middle-aged man. Nope. It's close. That's pretty close. Yeah. Um, kids, an animal, as an orcs, ox or horse, used for carrying or pulling heavy loads. So that's a literal beast of burden, which I guess is... Confirming that we're going in the right direction. Mm -hmm. An animal employed to carry heavy loads or to perform other heavy work, such as supporting a family in the state of Connecticut. So that, Okay, I fit, the, I fit the mold. You do? Okay. Very nicely. Sweet. Again, you're always in the mold. Let's talk to Dan in Bristol. Hello, Dan. Hey, Todd. Uh, just a quick point on Fetterman before I talk about what I want to talk about. Um, it's uh, pretty embarrassing for our state of our politics to see that, but... We did elect Joe Biden, so I will not be surprised if Fetterman somehow gets elected somehow and makes it through. So You know what the interesting thing is, is that um, Fetterman, being a United States senator actually isn't that hard. I mean, if you, if you look at the job description according to how it's been written on a daily basis by Senator Blumenthal, being a United States senator means you get up every day, you look at the emails from your staff on where the press conferences are, and you figure out which one has the most cameras there, and you go to that one, and you talk about how it was all you, and you push everybody else out of the way. Yeah, you basically do what you're told by your handlers, I'm assuming most yeah, of them. Yeah, like how hard is the job? Because <laughs> all you really do is vote every once in a while. Yeah. But I have a point about Connecticut, just I want to ask you a question. Um, because you used to have Eva Bermuda Zimmerman on once in a while. Yes, the leftist from, the, uh, from that party yeah. there, the Communist so Party. I, so last... Uh, spring a guy in the northwest corner state senate said he was retiring craig minor in the 30th district and mm -hmm. then i found out that she's running in that district even though when she was on with you she lived in newtown so it's just kind of curious that she seemed where to where is that, that kent district. are you talking about kent i think or, kent's in that district the 30th district is like litchfield and all that area yeah okay so yeah because it, it would be a large swath i right, maybe she relocated for it though yeah, I just yeah, I just didn't know if you knew anything about it. I don't, I haven't heard, but I will look into it because I haven't talked to Eva in a while. Thank you, Dan. All right, thank you. Bye. Talk to you soon. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Anyway, 
the situation is with what's going on, what, what the politics reveals, I think, is that we, you and me and voters, and this is what I want to talk about with you after the news, is, and I've got a specific question for you, because I, I think what this reveals is that we have now got, gotten to a point where we're no longer going to be proud of being independent. You know how people call up and say, I'm independent, I don't vote for either party. I say, why? It's, it all comes down to the parties. Because if whoever, whatever party you're in as a legislator, you vote for that party 90% of the time or, or more. Nine, some people, 95, 96%, they vote. Just because Ned Lamont is the governor of the Democrats, right? Complete dope who has no interest in any public policy. But he's the governor, so if he supports something, you fall into line. That's just how it works. He's a Democrat, you're a Democrat, you vote for that. And it turns out, in the condition we're in now, that seems like it's maybe the rational way to vote. This is what I want to talk to you about. Do you think that John Fetterman, the lieutenant governor of, of uh, Pennsylvania, with his brain damage and from his stroke, will that affect him? Will, will his chances of winning election be altered by the revelation that he's been hiding his brain damage and conning the people of the state to trick them into voting for him, hoping they don't realize that the stroke caused serious consequences. It wasn't the minor thing that he lied and said it was when it first happened. Is that enough to change how people vote? Should it change how people vote? Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. That's what I want to talk about with you when we continue. But now we have reached that wonderful point in the program. It's kind of a great fulcrum moment where we head off to the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center and get to talk with Mark Christopher on a Wednesday afternoon. What's happening, Marcus? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. All-Star Closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.